Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Do want to mention to you that guests on the show receive gift certificates from Royal Pizza. Royal Pizza still making a great Royal Pizza with multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. Royal Pizza, Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. <coughs> Our next guest just uh, did me a favor because I texted him the wrong time yesterday when we set this up. But Jay Woodcroft is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, and he was kind enough to uh, uh, to work uh, with our schedule here in Oilers now for his weekly update. Jay, how are you? I'm good, good. Anything for you, Bob. No problem. Yeah, well, uh, I don't often hear that. Uh, <laughs> You know what, uh, and you know this because uh, just before we get to the current state of where you guys are at right now, I mean, um, you followed things closely when you were in Edmonton. You guys had a, a difficult first year, though I think the team was actually better than people thought because you didn't have Connor for 37 games. You didn't have Clefbaum uh, for 51. You had a healthy team, 47 wins, 103 points the second year. Last year, tough season. And uh, one thing needs to be stated, there's no question about the passion for uh, the Edmonton Oilers and oil country. I think you would agree on that, Jay. No, uh, some of the best fans in the world uh, live in Alberta and specifically in Edmonton. Uh, I know in my time up there, I was impressed with the knowledge of the fan base, the passion of the fan base, and uh, how deeply rooted uh, the, the organization is in the community. I think it's uh, absolutely fantastic. And I know from being on the inside, um, you know, that players and coaches and everybody really appreciates that type of passion. All right, great stuff. Uh, Jay, uh, your team uh, was, had been going through a bit of a tough stretch. I think. I mean, you'd lost some games in overtimes and shootouts, but uh, going in, I think Saturday night, you'd only won, if I'm not mistaken, one of nine games. Uh, but you yeah, we uh, we were uh, having a tough time finding a way to get two points. We uh, 
I think we talked about this last phone call, but in the month of December, we were 7-3-2. and two. It was a really good month for us. Um, coming out of uh, the Christmas break, we had a real tough time um, finding ways to close out games. We were in every game we had. We had some leads, um, and we ended up losing a few games by one goal, uh, which was tough for us. Uh, but I felt that our our team has dug in. There's areas of the game that we've improved on, and uh, our most recent performance in Colorado in a real tough environment, uh, our team was able to lock uh, lock it down defensively and uh, come up with a two nothing win on the back of uh, some strong goaltending, but more importantly, a team wide commitment to check for for our chances and check our way to a win. Uh, you mentioned a strong goaltending performance. Uh, I know you've made a couple moves in, in that regard here over the last 24 hours, but just a uh, thought on uh, uh, on what uh, – was it Shane Strett that went the other night? Yep, Shane, uh, it was a big shutout for us. Uh, like – like most games we play, we we outshot the team pretty you know pretty good, and we outchance the team pretty good, um, which sometimes is is tough uh, on a goaltender when you see the bulk of the play at the other end. Um, but the ability to find the big save when called upon, and uh, I'll tell you what, Shane, we controlled the bulk of that game, but towards the end end of it, uh, some we were on the wrong side of two five-on-three um, penalty calls, and uh, so we had to kill off two five-on-threes in the last six minutes of the game. And when we needed him, Shane came up big with some huge saves and was a big factor in, in why we won that game. He's All right, we're being, well, uh, we're being asked, so we got a text here, uh, Jay, just saying, can you ask uh, uh, Jay's thoughts on Ryan Stanton and maybe why he hasn't been given a look this year? Uh, can you just comment on how he's performed this year for you? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about his performance for sure. I think Ryan has had a very good year for us. Uh, he's one of our uh, veteran leaders who comes to the rink and does it right every day. Um, I think he sets a great example for our younger players. He works. He's professional. He's detailed in his preparation. Love being around this, this young man. Uh, he's done a great job for us. In terms of his play... Ryan uh, Ryan has started to get more involved in the offense, which has been great. He's been a rock defensively. He's one of our bravest and most trusted penalty killers he gets in the shooting lane. Uh, I think during those five-on-threes uh, at the end of the Colorado game, both him and Keegan Lowe and Brad Moore, I think, played four of the last five minutes just just killing those five-on-threes off, and uh, with all the whistles and timeouts and whatnot, they were able to play it. But uh, you talk about Warriors. Um, Ryan's one of those Warriors for us. You get Joe Gamardella back. He was assigned back down to Bakersfield yesterday. How does he change and impact your lineup? Well, first thing is he's our leading goal scorer uh, on, the, on the season. So, you know, we're, we're talking about those games where, uh, we're one. The, the difference was one goal. He's one of those guys that can make help us make that dif- difference, not only um, offensively but in goal prevention as well. Just because he's so so trusted and such an important part um, of a line that includes Malone and, and Russell. Um, so both having both 
Joe coming back into the lineup and Patrick Russell, who missed the last two and a half games for us, uh, to come back in the lineup. Those are two big additions for our group. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Patrick Russell as well because he'd been out. I mean, it just uh, is there any way you can speak to? I mean, people look at the American League as a developmental league, but you need your veteran guys in that league to carry, especially given. I mean, you got a bunch of first-year players that you relied on offensively. Uh, at one time, they were. I don't know if you still got them playing together, Jay, but Benson, Marodi, and Hebig. I mean, that was kind of like a first offensive line for you. And, but you got to have the, the support there. It's no different than with the uh, parent club. Well, yeah, I think uh, what our younger players are learning is they're learning things like preparation from guys like Ryan and Keegan and Brad and Patrick and Joe, guys that have played in this man's league over uh, the last three years. They're learning what consistency means uh, in a man's league. Um and it's just like the NHL after Christmas, uh, it things really speed up and it becomes hard to generate offense. So it's great lessons that these young guys are learning in this, in this league in a competitive environment. And I actually, I'm very happy with the competition level, the level of progress that we're seeing out of the Benson's, Marodi's, Hebig's, Vessels of the world. They are getting better. They're, they're learning their lessons at this level against top competition, and uh, you know they're learning how to how to come through adversity and help a team uh, find ways to win games. And they've been good players for us as well. All right, uh, we're talking to Jay Woodcroft. He's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers. Now you got. Uh, I mean, you don't have uh, Caleb Jones, and you don't have. Kevin Gravel, uh, Jones, obviously a prospect, Oilers defenseman. Continuously, were asked by Ethan about Ethan Bear and William Lagason here because you know the Oilers are looking to build some depth on defense, Jay, in the organization. Ethan's a plus player. Is he squeezing the stick a bit offensively when he's getting ready for those one timers? Because he hasn't scored a goal this year, and we all know he can shoot the pill. Yeah, you know what? He's Ethan. I, I really like where his game's at. With Caleb going up, it opened up uh, more minutes, uh, more top minutes against top competition, more power play time for him. Um, he graduated up to the, the top unit. He's been moving pucks, which is uh, one of his hallmarks. He's been joining the rush. I really like the way he's defending, the way he's penalty killing, as you mentioned. He's a plus player for us. He's real important. I would worry if Ethan wasn't getting the chances. Ethan's had numerous chances um, to finish. Uh, he, you worry when you don't get those chances, but he's been shooting the puck hard. Um, you know, he's been a victim of a little bit of bad puck luck, but uh, you know, he's sticking with it and he has a good attitude about it. He's creating based on um, shooting uh, and and breaking a team down. Uh, via the first shot so that others are getting it, uh, you know, their chances are converting on the second and thirds. He's been a good player for us. I would worry if he wasn't getting the chances, but he is, and uh, we know he'll be fine. All right, let me ask you this, Jay, just in terms of, so obviously you had the, you know, you and Todd McClellan were together for all those years, dating back to when you guys were in Detroit. Um, did you talk to Ken Hitchcock at all, or or is it more, yeah. yes? 
What? Sorry, I, I didn't hear that. Sorry. Well, I was just asking you. Do, do you talk to Ken Hitchcock, or is it more done sort of through uh, Peter Shirelli in terms of who comes up, who comes down, who the conversations? Just, I mean, because we're getting text people asking, how does that how does yeah, that kind of work? I think uh, the natural progression. Uh, there's an open dialogue uh, up and down between Edmonton and Bakersfield, uh, as there has been for you know the years that I've been in the organization. There's an open dialogue. There's lots of people uh, that are in constant contact, whether that's the athletic trainer talking with the athletic trainers up in Edmonton, whether it's the strength coaches. And for us coaches, we're in contact with the coaching staff up there, uh, staying current on who's playing well for us down here. Um, Obviously, in daily contact with Craig McTavish and Bill Scott and you know, if Peter uh, puts a phone call in, then we, we pick up the phone. We see these, uh, um, our managers um, come watch games either on the road or at home. Uh, we've seen them quite a bit here over the last little while. Uh, it's, it's the ebbs and flows of an organization. That's, that's how you communicate. There's always open communication. Just so, um, you know, there's a... There's an understanding of what's going on uh, with our team, who's playing well, who's creating chances, that that type of thing. And that's been my experience in all my time going back uh, my 13 years uh, with NHL organization. Jay, what does the schedule look like uh, moving forward here? Uh, for us, we, are, we have a game tonight against Stockton, which is Calgary's Farm Club. We have a, another game on Friday night against Stockton. We're on the road to San Diego, and we're in the midst of the busiest portion of our schedule, which is seven games and 11 nights here. It's a real tall task for us. We're going to need every player on our roster. We're going to have to manage our energy reservoir. And as you know, it's about banking points at this point in the season so that, uh, you know, come April, uh, you're in a good spot. Well, you and Colorado are basically running neck and neck there, right, for that fourth spot in the Pacific Division? Right. There's been one point of separation. That's how big that win was uh, the other day, and uh, I'm sure it'll it'll come right down to the final weekend for all the teams in the Pacific Division. Great stuff, Jay. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Take care, Bob. You bet. One for. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 36 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, we'll come back with uh, this day in Oilers history and get to some more texts. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 150 today. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer joining you from Vancouver. No Elias Peterson for the Canucks tonight. 
It'll be Jacob Markstrom against the uh, Edmonton Oilers, Miko Koskinen. Jack Michaels uh, verifying what we suggested earlier in the show, that Kyler Yamamoto would play tonight, expected to play on a line with a gentleman by the name of Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Milan Lucic. Uh, if Yamamoto's going to play, the Oilers are going to have to make a move. Uh, theoretically, they could uh, retroactively, they could retro-petro, retroactively place uh, Alexander Petrovich on uh, injured reserve, or conversely, they could non-roster waiver somebody as well. 150 let's go to uh, NHL Today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Four other games across the NHL tonight, including the Flames hosting Buffalo and Ottawa welcoming in the Colorado Avalanche. Senators will have D-man Thomas Shabbat back in the lineup tonight as well. Elsewhere, Boston is in Philly and the Coyotes entertain the Sharks. Canadians forward Paul Byron will have a hearing this afternoon for a charging incident on Panthers D-man Mackenzie Weger last night. Weger did leave the game with an upper body injury, did not return. I understand he's in concussion protocol today. Flyers forward Dale Weiss did clear waivers as well. Uh, he has a year left on his contract with a $2.35 million cap hit. TSN trade bait board was released this morning. The Oilers 2019 first round draft pick is ranked number 5 overall. Yessa Pogliarvi is ranked 14th. Cam Talbot 15th. The, le- the uh, list rather was topped by Matt Duchesne at number 1. Bakersfield Condors uh, kick off back-to-back home games against the Stockton Heat tonight. Uh, game 2 goes on Friday. Central Division leading Oil Kings back on the road tonight in Medicine Hat. And the U of A Golden Bears, a home-and-home against Mount Royal upcoming this weekend, Bob. All right, great stuff. 152 at Edmonton. Edmonton and the Vancouver Canucks coming up in the NHL action tonight. Uh, we are going to go to the Stan Oilers history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Brennan Escott, what happened on this date back in 1982? This was the 81-82 season. That's right, Bob. Oilers rookie goaltender. Rookie goaltender Grant Fear has his 23-game unbeaten streak ended by the Toronto Maple Leafs at Maple Leaf Gardens. 7-1, the final score in that one. Uh, that streak still stands as the longest unbeaten streak by a rookie goaltender in history. Jerry Cheevers holds the all-time record at 32 unbeaten starts. He set that in 1971-72. And you know what Jerry Cheevers used to have on his mask? All the scars. Stitches, yes. Good job. Yeah, he had all, wherever the mask protected him uh, from where he would have had uh, had to have taken hitch, uh, uh, stitches. See what happens when you have Hitchcock as coach. Uh, I'll have you in stitches by the end of the show. Oh, yes, I will. But, uh, yep, uh, that was the first book I ever read. It was called Goaltender. And it was about the 1970-71 Boston Bruins, when, uh, at that time the highest-scoring team in NHL history. That was the year Phil Esposito had 76 goals and 152 points. And Boston was vanquished in the opening round of the Stanley Cup playoffs by Ken Dryden and the Montreal Canadiens, who would go en route to winning a Stanley Cup in Jean Beliveau's last year in the NHL. First time I ever saw swear words. First book I ever read, 1970-71 season, Jerry Cheevers. He was a pretty good goaltender. Wasn't a bad coach a little bit later on with the Boston Bruins as well. So, And uh, by the way, now I'm really going to throw a knuckle puck at you. Ready for it? 
See what you got, Brendan. Okay. It's a pretty obscure question. Who was the Toronto Maple Leafs goaltender in the game that the um, Oilers lost 7-1 Maple Leaf Gardens to in 1982? There is a connection, I believe, to Ken Dryden. Okay, well, the only, if I'm thinking that far back, Johnny Bauer is the only name that comes to mind, but I feel like he was before that. He was, you're right, he was before that. Um... So the connection, we'll see how quickly people pick this one up, because it's a tough question. Um, yep. Yeah. The Maple Leafs starting goaltender that season, 1981-82, was the backup to Ken Dryden for a number of years in the Montreal Canadiens. And that was Michelle Bunny LaRock. And the highlights of that 7-1 victory for the Maple Leafs over the Oilers are actually on YouTube. I've watched that video, so that's why I remember that Bunny LaRock uh, was the guardian that year for the Leafs as the Oilers got pounded 7-1 that night. Oilers in Vancouver tonight, it should be a kicker, an absolute kicker. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, Oilers got to get uh, they got to get going here against Vancouver. I mean, Edmonton's lost two games in Vancouver this year, or two games in L.A. this year. They're 0-2 against Vancouver. And it's losses like that that have Oilers fans frustrated. Uh, well, you know, maybe Edmonton is just what they are. Right now they're 22-21-3. They're like a 500 team with a uh, negative goal differential. Uh, we will see. I think they've got a higher ceiling than that. Uh, I think that higher ceiling can be reached when Oscar Kleffenbaum comes back, but he's not going to be back uh, for the four, uh, final games before the All-Star break. Again, it'll be Koskinen. He needs to play better against Vancouver than he did in the two previous starts against Jacob Markstrom. No Elias Peterson for the Canucks and Yamamoto in, along with Colby Cave making his Oilers debut. Coming up tonight on 6.30, Chet, uh, we'll have the uh, Rogers Arena face-off show beginning at 6 p.m., 8 p.m. pup drop, and then uh, tomorrow on Oilers Now, from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Louis DeBrusque and Brian Burke, presented by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction, service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. Up next, a news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodwan. Brendan Escott, great job today. You did a lot of different things for us. Uh, and then we will have the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Have a great day, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.